0: Welcome back to The Wise Man's Page, the daily podcast where we read a page of The Wise Man's Fear and then we talk about it. This is page 947. Before I left, he sold me an egg, three iron nails, and a shabby cloak that could render me invisible. I used the items and my considerable wit to save the children from the clutches of a cunning, hungry trow. While there were many versions of that tale, the story of Thalurian was more popular by far. The song I'd written had made the journey west as well, and since songs hold their shape better than stories, the details about my encounter with Felurian were moderately close to the truth. When Will and Sim pressed me for details, I told them the whole story. It took me a while to convince them I was telling the truth. Rather, it took me a while to convince Sim. For some reason, Will was perfectly willing to accept the existence of the Fae. I didn't blame Sim. Until I saw her, I would have bet solid money Felurian didn't exist. It's one thing to enjoy a story, but it's quite another to take it for the truth. Looking directly at the audience when he says that. The real question, Sim said thoughtfully, is how old you really are. I know that one, Willem said with a somber pride of someone desperately pretending not to be drunk. Seventeen. Ah, Sim held up a finger dramatically. You'd think so, wouldn't you? What are you talking about, I asked. Sim leaned forward in his chair. You went into the Fae... Spent some time there, then came out to discover only three days had passed, Sim said. Does that mean you're only three days older, or did you age while you were there? I was quiet for a moment. I hadn't thought of that, I admitted. In stories, Willem said, boys go into Fae and return as men. That implies one grows older. If you're going to go by stories, Sim said. What else? Will asked. Will you consult Marlock's Compendium of Fae Phenomenon? Find me such a book and I will reference it. Sim gave an agreeable shrug. So, Will said, turning to me, how long were you there? That's hard to figure, I said. There wasn't any day or night, and my memories are a bit odd. I thought for a moment. We talked, swam, ate dozens upon dozens of times, explored as well. And, well, mm, I paused to clear my throat meaningfully. Cavorted, suggested Will. Thank you, and cavorted quite a bit as well. I counted the skills, Felurian ended the page. I'm Nick. I'm Jeremy. Jordana's still in Boxville. Boxville. All the boxes down in Boxville like Box Miss a lot, but Jordana, who lived just north of Boxville, did not. Uh, in before we get started, to point out that there is such a book, uh, much like Marlock's Compendium of Fae Phenomenon, it's the little picture book that Quoth found in the archives that had the Chandrian rhyme in it, uh, which Quoth discounted as uh, Childish Piffle Paffle. What reason do we have to think that it's not Childish Piffle Paffle? Well, what reason do we have to think that it is Childish, pitiful, Papal? Maybe there's more to it than that. After all, songs hold their form better than uh, than spoken stories, as we learn on this page. And has been implied before. You're the one who thinks they live in a castle in the clouds, Jeremy.
1: I have said that. You got no that idea thing. from that
0: children's book. You have said that
1: before. No. Yes, I just did. think that they are like powerful supernatural menaces as opposed to being like the more mundane supernatural menaces that you think they are.
0: <laughs> anyway, um, are we to take that childish people are, uh, more, I don't know, accepting in tune with supernatural stuff or just that Willem is?
1: Um, not really. Is clear. is supposed to
0: be a cultural thing. Uh,
1: I just don't think it's really all that clear. Hmm. I think it could be either. And I think until we have more context, um, I don't think it's, uh, something that we can profitably conclude or like draw a conclusion on I think it's a question we should think about like why is sim more willing to believe this stuff why is why is why is will rather more willing to believe this stuff why is will more willing to look at story stories as sources of truth than than Simmon is but I don't think we can I do uh, think
0: that it's interesting and funny and good that once Simmon does buy in he starts. Thinking about it, analyzing it. Maybe he's trying to poke holes in it, but he's doing a close read here. Once he does finally buy in, okay, so you did spend time with Florian. If true, how old do you think you are? Because like you said, only three days passed. Let's figure out the actual science behind it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, like he's a, a facts
1: exactly. and logic guy. He's trying to analyze it.
0: Exactly, exactly. Very relatable. As someone who also has embarked upon a fruitless quest to analyze an uh, endless book, uh, this, this rings very true to me. Mm. And, you know, I think certainly this has been raised in the past and we've read this book before, but it's nice. I don't know. I, I don't think of this as being meta. I think this is an, like almost an invitation. It's saying if you haven't been doing this thinking reader in the past, you can. We invite you to because we, the the uh, characters, are also doing it. You should think twice about what you're reading. Also, I was glibly saying during my read uh, that, as Kvothe says, it's one thing to enjoy a story, but it's quite another to take it for the truth. You know, side eye, side eye, looking directly at the camera while he says that. Yeah. I feel like that it, is theme stated alert.
1: Yeah, it's not quite Zephram Cochran saying, you're all astronauts on some kind of Star Trek, but it is close. Or uh, Grace Jones and Christopher Walken
0: saying, what a view, a view to a kill.
1: <laughs> Hell Yeah. <laughs> Truly, unironically, one of my favorite things ever is when someone says the title of the movie in a line of dialogue. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Is that why you like saying Page
0: of the Wind at the end of every uh, episode?
1: No, I just like that as like a way to tie everything up.
0: I guess it doesn't count if you are saying it as the title. You have to sort of slip it in.
1: Yeah, it has to be diegetic. It has to just be like part of the narrative. Right. And, like, this is where Quoth starts to, I mean, I guess he's brought it up before to Eladdin, but again, he's kind of, he is saying, again, that his memory of his time in Faye is hazy, and he's not actually sure how long he was there, which I think, if we are not taking everything that is said in the text of this book as the literal truth, then we have to think about, well, what else might he not remember or remember incorrectly from his time there?
0: This isn't made explicit, but I wonder if the fact that the song exists is how he's able to remember as much as he does. Mm. Because he wrote the song in the Fay or close enough to it. Um, and so those details have persisted. Maybe they help remind Quoth, or maybe he's just sort of reciting the details of the song. But that might be part of why he's able to. But it is interesting that they draw attention to the fact that you know it's stated. His memory is hazy. And it's been even more time has passed since that's happened that he's been telling us the reader about, about it. So we should
1: wonder at this. I don't think we need to think that he's lying to us, but we should definitely pay attention. Yeah, I don't to think he's doing it that. deliberately. He just doesn't yeah. remember correctly. Nick, I really like this suggestion that the song, the reason he remembers as much as he does is because he wrote the song. Because I was going to joke that the reason that the song has preserved details better is because it's a song about boning and uh, people love to think about boning. But I actually think that you're onto something that he like wrote this song in Faye, brought it back to the real world. And because songs hold their shape better than stories, it, it has like likely more truth in it than anything he remembers.
0: Mm-hmm. And I, that feels my favorite phrase thematically resonant as well. There might be something to that that helps him solve the whole puzzle, right? If there is something that you make in Fay that will persist in the real world and hold some kind of truth to it. Maybe that needs to be a song Hmm. or a story or, or something.
1: Nick, how do you say, uh, if you were to tell me that you had gone swimming, but in the past, how would you say that? Swam? Swam. Interesting. Why? What do you say? Swam? Huh? Sounds like an untuned drum listeners write in and tell us what is the correct way to say that word
0: we need jordana i feel like jordana with her posh accent yeah, we'd definitely yeah her my inexplicably
1: side, but... posh <laughs> pronunciation of like one percent of words <laughs> yeah but uh let's
0: let's make a note and uh, ask her when she gets back how she pronounces it mm-hmm. because i have to
1: know <laughs> rather it's rather annoying that we don't know how she says "swam." <laughs> is there anything else you want
0: to talk about on this page I've been racking my brain trying to fit the, the phrase page of the wind in geodegetically, but in this episode, in order to tie it together, but I don't mm. think that's going to happen. So I'll put it on the back burner when you least expect it. Bam! Whammo! Yeah, we'll yes. probably do it
1: tomorrow on another page of the wind! wind. We did it! <laughs>